Good morning, friends, or good night, wherever you are in the world. This is Patrice. I am your host of We Got This Girl podcast, and I'm coming in to say you are beautiful, you are worthy, and you are loved. Happy New Year. (laughs) Y'all, can y'all believe it's 2022? I'm not that old. I'm only 24 years old, and I think to myself, I have lived to see 2022. So I can't imagine some of you who are older or even younger and see a year as new agey to me as 2022. But welcome to this year. Now, I hope you're doing well. I hope that you are believing that God loves you and cares for you so much. And even if you know that, sometimes we forget. And even if you have never known that, I think the Holy Spirit has something that he wants to encourage us all with, including myself today, this morning. So let's get into it. Um, You haven't heard my voice on this platform in a while. And, you know, it is what it is. But today, we're just going to be led by the Holy Spirit to... Be encouraged. I think what I really, what's really heavy on my heart is that the Holy Spirit wants to encourage us into 2022. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to pray first. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for who you are. Thank you for being our protector the lover of our souls. Thank you for being consistent in your character, always trustworthy, always holy, always perfect in love, always gracious and merciful. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we give you this day. We give you this day, Lord God, to soften our hearts to lead us and guide us. God, we don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. But Lord, we depend on you and we look up to you to give us our direction. Holy Spirit, we ask that you show us how to have joy. Show us how to love. Show us, God, how to be obedient. Give us the strength to keep going. And we praise you, God, knowing that you are more than able to keep all of us all around the world in perfect peace. In perfect peace, knowing that you are our God and our creator. And we can trust in you more than anyone and anybody in this world. We thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you speak through me. That it be only your voice, none of me, all of you, in Jesus' name, amen. So, I don't know about (laughs) y'all, but when I was growing up, we, my family used to go to a watch night service. Um, And if you're not familiar with the watch night service, or if you are familiar with the watch night service, uh, then you may or may not know that a watch night service is commonly in the Christian um, faith, a 
across all doctrines and disciplines, uh, excuse me, doctrines and denominations. But basically, it's a service um, that Christians have on December 31st of the previous of the, you know, current year. And they watch, literally watch the new year come in. And it's a time to leave on the altar all of the things of 20 or, or of the of that year and to praise God for seeing you into a new year, for taking you into the new year. And so that was just kind of on my mind, you know, the past couple of weeks, because um, when I was younger, watch night service was every New Year's Eve. Like there was no doubt about it. Right. And so my parents did such a great job with just instilling that in us that, you know, we go to watch night service because if we can do anything, we can praise God. <laughs> if we can do anything, we're going to praise God, right? As I got older, um, we changed churches and our new church did a watch night service. It was a little different, but indeed a watch night service and it served the same purpose. But I remember one year, because most churches had stopped doing watch night services. I don't know for what reason, but they just stopped. And I remember one year, my mom and I, this was maybe about four years ago. And I know when she listens to this, she'll remember this. But it was about four, maybe five years ago. We searched over the entire city for a watch night service. Like we could not find a watch night service. I remember we were just like searching on the Internet. Like who's having a watch night service? Who's having a watch night service? Trying to go on different churches, websites and we could not find a watch night service. So eventually we found one and it was at a church that we were familiar with. We had been to and visited, you know, years ago and so on and so forth. And so we found a watch night service and it was a great watch night service. We praise, we worship. And I just remember that feeling of like happy that we found one. But also there was a little bit of sadness that churches were not having them anymore. And so this year, I thought about it, it kind of hit me, what was I doing on December 31st? You know, my childhood, I grew up going to services, but this December 31st, what was I doing? And I was asleep, <laughs> okay? I didn't even see the new year come in. I woke up at 1 a.m. and I had all these text messages and I was just thinking in my mind, like, wow, like how times have changed, and so the first thing that I thought at 1.05 a.m. on January 1st of 2022, I said, thank you, Lord, for bringing me through that last year. But if I have to be honest, my heart wasn't of that of praise. I wasn't thinking, oh, my gosh, thank you, God, because you are awesome. And just like you are awesome in 2021, you're going to be awesome in 2022 because you never change. My, my heart wasn't there. My heart was that of a survivor of like, God, thank you. We made it, basically. Like, I didn't know if I was going to make it, but we made it. <laughs> and as I over the weeks that thought has kind of bothered me a little bit to think that my only thought was God, I survived and not that of praise. It's an honest thought. 
And maybe that's what you were thinking. Some people woke up on on January 1st and wished that they didn't. And I'm just, I'm keeping it real here on this safe place and safe platform. Some people woke up on January 1st and thought, mm, here we go, another year. I don't know if y'all have seen those memes of like, all right, now 2022, don't come in here with all that craziness. <laughs> but right, as a people, as a human race, we have been through some traumatic things in these past two years. And I think... Not what I think, but what I really feel heavy on my heart is that God's people, we've lost our hope. We've lost our hope in him. We've lost our faith. And maybe our faith is just a little shaky. And one thing that a pastor says is that all the faith has been knocked clean out of you, you know. So maybe our faith has just been scrubbed clean from us and we've lost our hope. And so what's really heavy on my heart is that we, that the Holy Spirit wants us to renew our hope this year. To renew our hope in God this year. To renew our hope. All of us. <laughs> I need to renew my hope. And so I shared that story about watch night service because I remember when I was younger, there was so much anticipation that I had for the new year. There was so much anticipation. It was almost like something magical would happen from December 31st, 1259. Or excuse me, 1159. To January 1st of the new year, 12 a.m., 12.01. There was something new that happened. It was almost like I shed my old skin and I'm walking into the new year and God's going to do something great. That's what I grew up believing. And somehow I've lost that childlike faith. And so my prayer for all of us listening is that we gain our childlike faith again. And though we may have missed our watch night services, or maybe your church had watch night service, and maybe you are in faith, I want you to encourage someone else. But for those of us who are walking in 2022, just saying, thank you, God, I got through 2021, but we're not having any expectations of a God who can do anything. Right? I want you to write down at least two expectations that you have. And I'll share with you my expectations from God this year. I expect to live a joyful life. Okay? To live in joy no matter what happens this year. Omicron, Musa Lambda... (laughs) Uh, five mu. I don't care what variant happens this year. I want to live a life of joy. I don't care if I can never get on a plane again. I want to live a life of joy. I want to live a life of joy. And that's what I'm expecting because I'm a believer and God loves me and he promised me the fruits of the spirit. And if I go to the Holy Spirit and pray and ask and be asked, 
to help me to have joy, I know that's what will happen because I've seen it and God has done it in my life. And so I expect to have joy this year. And I also expect to trust. I think so many times we may get into um, the habit of expecting things, right? And that's fine to expect things. Maybe you're expecting a home. Maybe you're expecting a job. Maybe you've been praying for. And that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Expect those things too. Expect those things too. But I want you to think deeper. Because God's will is God's will. And he has something so special for all of us. He has a special job for you. You have to receive it, right? He has a special, a special, whatever you're believing for. Because he has a perfect plan for all of us. But if we don't trust God to do those things for us, then what is that stuff? And so I think what I've been wrestling with the past couple of weeks of this new year is that, yes, I can expect all these things from God. I can expect all these like things that I can see with me and hold in my hands. But what about my relationship with God itself? What am I expecting in that? Because God can give me a home of my own in my own name and he can give me a perfect job and he can you know, bless me with a marriage that honors him and children and all those things. But if I don't trust him and if I don't know how to be in a situation and pray, right, and believe that this storm will not be always, then what is all that stuff? It's nothing. Hmm. It makes me think. (laughs) So, I want to read two scriptures. Two scriptures. And um, if you have a Bible, we're going to be in 1 Peter and we're going to be in Luke. And if you don't have a Bible, you can um, Google these scriptures and if you don't have access to a bible in your country because i realize that um there are a lot of people listening and there are a lot of people still listening despite me not recording and that is why i said this ain't even about me patrice let go of your pride get on this platform and and let the holy spirit use you as a vessel and so for all the people that's been listening to podcasts that i made three years ago god bless you and i pray Um, that the word never returns void on you because it never will. God's word does not return void. He is trustworthy. Um, And so I pray that those messages um, that the Holy Spirit speaks speaks to you every single time. So the first first thing that I want us to read, and if you can't read along, then just listen. Just listen, I pray that it's soothing and comforting to you because that's who God is. Um, we're going to read 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. 
excuse me, verses 1 through 12. 1 through 12. That's 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. It says, therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. I love that. I love that. Now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. Okay. As you come to him, the living stone rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in scripture, it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts him, excuse me, trust in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone and a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also that they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens and strangers in the world to abstain from sinful desires, which war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Mm. Wow, that scripture was on my heart and was on my heart because I want this to be my scripture for 2022. And I hope that um, God spoke to you through it the way that he spoke to me. But it's so many parts of it in, you know, the first thing that I see in this is when in chapter in verse one, therefore rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind, like newborn babies crave pure and spiritual milk so that by it, you may grow up in your salvation. Now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. In 2022, I want to go in with surrender, surrender to stay committed to God in a way where when the storm comes, I'm not, God, why did you do this? <laughs> you know, always accusing, always accusing, but saying, Lord, teach me through this. Give me strength to get through this. 
And I want to have joy in this. Okay. So when I read this, crave pure spiritual mix so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Grow up in the fact of like, God is not our enemy. Like, God is not, I have so much to say, but God is not our enemy. That, That God, when we go through storms, we can't play the blame game and start over in our faith with God each and every time. Our faith is supposed to be a building block that each time we go through those storms and we make it out on the other side that we see that God is good. Even if things, bad things happen, that God is still good because God is still good because I'm here. God is still good because throughout all of that, I felt his love. God is still good because. And so when I read this scripture, crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. Now that we know that God is good. To me, this scripture is saying, stay on that path and continue to drink that pure and spiritual milk. And then the other part of this that that stood out to me that I love is that there's so many parts. But it says in verse four, as you come to him, the living stone, the living stone rejected by men, but chosen by God. And precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into spiritual house. Isn't that powerful? God is saying that you also, like Jesus, are living stones. That's amazing because I know I'm not like Jesus, okay? (laughs) So for God to say that you also, like living stones, are being built into spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So this scripture stood out to me so much because God is saying, because of my power, because of God's power, because of the sacrifice of Jesus, I now see you as Jesus and I am building you into righteousness. There's nothing that you have to there's no deeds. It's not like you have to do a hundred Hail Marys and 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 serve on your ministry's team for 500 days to receive righteousness. No, God is saying when you come into the belief of who I am and you believe me and you are saved and you have salvation, that he is he's seeing you as he sees Jesus and he is building you into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it says in scripture, see, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. I love that. The one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Self-explanatory, right? Oh, I just, I love this. So that's first Peter two one through 12 and i pray that as this year continues that we can drink our spiritual milk and grow ourselves up in salvation and maybe you're on solid food and if you are encourage someone and encourage yourself with this scripture that god is someone who can be trusted in and that he will never be put to shame 
And so the last scripture that I want to read is Luke 17. Um, verses 6 or verse 6. Verse 6. And I want to read it in the easy to, in the easy to read version. The easy to read version. The easy to read version. I like to read that one because it just makes it plain and clear. But Luke 17 verse 6. The Lord said, if your faith is as big as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, dig yourself up and plant yourself in the ocean and the tree will obey you. The Lord said, if your faith is as big as a mustard seed, I don't know if y'all ever seen a mustard seed, but it's really tiny. <laughs> Excuse me. But he says, if your faith is as big as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, dig yourself up and plant yourself in the ocean. That's powerful. And the tree will obey you a whole tree, a whole tree. And you know what? I didn't research like what a mulberry tree looks like. But knowing Jesus, I bet it's real big and strong and tall. <laughs> I bet it's like the biggest tree that you can ever think of. But it says, you can say to this mulberry tree, dig yourself up and plant yourself in the ocean and the tree will obey you. The way that, for me, the Holy Spirit is connecting these two things that we just read. It says that, um, like living stones in Second Peter, excuse me, in First Peter 2, like living stones, we are being built into a spiritual house. Being built. The act of building into a spiritual house. And in Luke 17, it says, if your faith is as big as a mustard seed. In all of that, I see that God knows that we are a work in progress. We never have to be perfect to come to God. We never have to be perfectly put together. In fact, he prefers us not to be, right? Because that means that we're trying to do something on our own that we can't do. And so in this new year, however you left 2021, in 2022, come as you are to God. Broken, hurt. For things that maybe didn't happen last year. Out of expectation. Maybe you didn't even write goals for this year. Or write any expectations. My friend had to tell me and remind me to write my goals for this year. That's how I was just like, God, we just going to go through this year and get through it. Like, I just had such a negative, like, look on it. And that's not faith. You know, I was thinking that I was in faith, but that's not faith to be like, God, we're just going to get through this year. No, Lord, this year is going to be a great year in you because glory is going to be brought to your name and you are awesome. And I'm going to trust in you and I'm going to surrender. And even when it gets hard, I, Holy Spirit, please remind me that the Lord is good and that his love endures forever. So what I see through these two scriptures is that God knows that we're not a perfect, we're not perfect. We're not in perfect faith all the time. That's why he gives us his spirit to encourage us to be our counselor, to be our guide, guidance. And so in Luke 17, he says, 
If your faith is as big as a mustard seed, you can do something so powerful (laughs) to tell a tree to get up and go to the ocean and plant itself. And he says, Jesus says, and the tree will obey you. That's so much assurance in the power of God. And so I pray for us that we are encouraged by these scriptures, that we can have faith of of, of just a mustard seed. Just a mustard seed for right now. I pray that as this year goes on, that our faith increases. But just for right now, we can have faith as big as a mustard seed. And God. And say to some of these mountains that we're looking at, no depression, you won't have me. No, 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 no. I may be jobless now, but you won't have me. Or no, my kids may be doing this, but you won't have me. Or no, I'm not married now, but you won't have me generational curses of divorce or or unmarried or uh, you know un um uh non-kingdom marriages you won't have me whatever your thing is right we can have a faith of a mustard seed and then have the hope in knowing that God has laid down a stone in Zion a chosen and precious cornerstone and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame, that we are royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, the creator. Mm. God loves you, girl. And we got this this year. I'm so excited for 2022. Like my mindset is being renewed every day. And and when I wake up in the morning, I just think this year is going to be something great. This year is going to be something great. And I want to go back to that childlike faith at a a watch night service where I'm looking at the clock. And I'm seeing it go from 1159 to 12. And there's just this excitement that bursts through me. I want to have that. And I want you to have that too. So God loves you. He cares for you and he hasn't forgotten you. Have expectation this year. And until next time, we got this girl. Bye.